We have to thank Podcorn for supporting the Haunted AF podcast. You know, producing your own podcast is great because it gives you a chance to dig deep into something you love, like spooky stories from all over the world, but there's so much time and money that goes into it. Right, and at some point, you got to start recouping that stuff, and that's where Podcorn comes in. They connect podcasters to podcast sponsorship opportunities like interview segments, topical discussions, or host-read ads. Yep, like this one that you're hearing right now. You're never too big or too small for Podcorn either. They help podcasters browse all kinds of sponsorship opportunities, set their own rates, and collaborate directly with brands without any exclusivities. Podcorn's going to help you every step of the way and make sure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for your brands. They've definitely gone above and beyond to help us out. That's a true story. Mm -hmm. So we'll post a link in our show notes so you can check it out. But it's definitely time to start monetizing your podcast at podcorn.com. I have got some ghost stories for you. I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. I'm like a very intricate stack. There was a werewolf on our porch swing holding one of our kittens. The pen was all busted open and there is blood everywhere. There's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy like a tent pole. But there's nothing there and I laid in bed like a little kid. I pulled the covers up over my eyes. (laughs) This little boy told paranormal investigators apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler. (laughs) So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we've got a haunted house in California that you can actually rent out and spend the weekend there. And we have a shadow person story that's really, it's going to ruin your day. Okay, good. So apologies in advance. Um, First, though, we need to address the elephant in the room. Sure. I got fired, y'all. What? (laughs) Rip it off like a band-aid. There it is. (laughs) Both of us have been fired in radio. Oh, yeah. It's a good time. Had by all. I guess. <laughs> I got lots of free time on my hands, so I'm going to be like so devoted to Haunted AF now. How are you doing? I'm okay. I have my moments. I posted it on social media last night just saying like, hey, I'm out, whatever. Yeah. And I've had an overwhelming response. By the way, a lot of Haunted AF people have yeah. reached out, and I really do appreciate all of you for that. Um, but I was going through the comments like, like 5 a.m. this morning, but I got like kind of emotional. I've had a oh. few moments where I get like a little teary-eyed. Yeah. Because it's 16 years Oh my God. at K-Love in Dallas and that's all gone now. Yeah. So. No, it's big. It's weird. Yeah. Right now I'm in the weird phase. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just chill for a minute. I'll take a couple of weeks off. Yeah. And then figure out what I'm going to do next. Yeah. Do a lot of drinking. Yeah. Well, that's definitely happened. <laughs> drinking and thinking. <laughs> I had a whole speech planned out for you, but yeah. you're, you're being so bubbly about it. That I'm trying to be bubbly. This that- is all an act. <laughs> it, oh, it totally is. And also, if you feel really sorry for me, you'll go to our Patreon page and sign oh, up. Patreon, become a haunted <laughs> That's, is that like horrible that I'm guilting people into that? You don't hear me talking you out of that. So, <laughs> so no. And I, I did want to say you and I both 25 years in the business. I yeah. got fired twice. Yeah. It always hurts. Yeah. It's always devastating. The difference is, is it's a career. It's not it just is. a job. It's a career. Right. And it's one of the few careers where you can go in and like work your ass off every single day. Love what you're doing. Yeah. Be really good at what you're doing and still be let go. 
And you just have to kind of bounce back and, yeah. and keep going and try to find a way to not take it personally. Right. And it's so funny. It's because like when you work in radio, you know this is going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. You just do. That's part of the thing. That doesn't make it hurt Does, any less. Right. That's the weird part is I thought I was like mentally prepared for it and maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're in the oh shit phase right now. Right. But just know we got you. Thank you. You know, Appreciate you are that. loved. You are vastly supported by people all over the world. No, I know. Yeah. I, I, again, I've had so many Haunted AF fans reach out, and I really do appreciate that. A lot of people have been sharing their fired stories, yeah, which weirdly has made me feel a little bit better, you yeah. know, and that they've all bounced back and are doing fine. So, you yeah. know. Because you always do. And yeah. you're going to be great because you are great. And again, we love you. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> we're going to ghosty the shit up I was here, like, man, we, I've got so much free time on my hands now that we can just, we can go ghost hunt daily now. Hell, we're already heading to Granberries soon. Right. So give, so, give them all the details. I'm so glad this. that you brought that up because uh, we're actually going to be at the Spooky Spectacle. If you say it really fast, it's hard. When spooky you wear spectacles, spooky spectacles. When you wear glasses, are those spectacles? Yes, spectacles, testicles, lost. <laughs> Yeah, the spooky testicle. If we ever get a spooky testicle story, I'll be the happiest. Oh, please. Hauntedalepodcast at gmail.com. It's already bad enough when we get like the weird sex ones. <laughs> right? No, those are great. Yeah, they I, really are. I, those are great too. So yes, Haunted AF, we will be at the spooky spectacle in Granbury. That's September 24th and 25th. Uh, used to be the Granbury Paranormal Expo, but um, they've had to cancel it for a while, of course, due to COVID. But it is back with a brand new name, Spooky Spectacle. Uh, and it looks like we're going to be hosting some panels around 1 p.m. on both Saturday and Sunday. Stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. It's only five bucks to get in and we'll be meeting folks and uh, getting stories. Plus, Granberry has all kinds of spooky places to check out. I'm hoping that our hotel is haunted, by the way. Uh, I think we're just going to like stay at a Holiday Inn. We're womp, staying. Womp. What if the Holiday Inn is haunted? We're staying wherever they have the discounts. I'll okay. tell you that much. Perfect. Um, we also have a couple of updates. This is really cool. So excited to announce that William Mark McCullough just posted that <gasps> I saw a Savannah haunting has been picked up and they have release dates so exciting october 28th which is awesome so it's halloween weekend william mark mccullough he was featured heavily in our season six finale Mm -hmm. he's the director of a savannah haunting which was filmed in his own haunted house in savannah georgia lives in yes so make sure you stay though when you see the movie watch all the way through the credits because they post a lot of the video that they picked up on their security cameras while filming of actual activity and they had a documentary so I'm hoping that like Shutter or somebody absolutely will pick that up and like show them as a pair because mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Uh, one other thing we have a change in the online store. They have discontinued the really tight "If I Die First" black T-shirts. Aww. We only sold like three of those. <laughs> I mean, they were they were like sausage tight. They were pointless. Um, <laughs> I do remember when you got one in the mail and you were like, "Look at this!" <laughs> yeah, like I can't wear it unless I can wear a jacket or something over right. it because it's like biscuits coming out of a can. Oh my god, know? that's it's just, hilarious! It's disgusting. We do have new items there. We made a new If I Die First crop top over the summer. This super cute. And some boxer briefs. Oh my God, boxers. I love that. Would somebody please get the boxer briefs because they're precious? Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Yeah, we need to see those. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get a spooky testicle right there. (laughs) Yes, Yes, there it is. Look at that. We've come full circle. Um, It's just another way to support the Haunted AF. Absolutely. Just like the Haunted AF Patreon page, which I already uh, begged you guys to go and join because I'm poor now. Uh, so when you're done binging the show, you can actually find new and exclusive content there.
there. Big love to our new patron, uh, Andrea Hutchins. Also to Jennifer Graham and Jennifer Noble, who became annual patrons. Thank y'all so much. Uh, when you do become an annual patron, you save some money. Just FYI. All right, let's jump into it. This story comes from Liz. Hi, ladies. My name is Liz, and I am from Southern California. I love your show. And I miss you guys so much during your off season and I can't wait for you guys to get back. So here is my story. Basically, when I was in high school, we had moved to a new home, which I just never really liked. There was nothing creepy or anything like that about it. I just didn't like it because, you know, I'm a, I was a teenager and I did not want to leave, you know, my friends behind and all of that stuff. So I ended up convincing my parents to commute me to my regular high school. So that meant that I had to obviously get up earlier, you know. The bedroom that me and my sister shared uh, had two doors, one that led out to our kitchen and then one into the bathroom. I think it's called a Jack and Joe bathroom. I might be wrong. So my mom was that mom that did not want us to shut our door. So most of the time, our main door was always open. And I hated it because every morning I would wake up facing that door. And there was a tall man in a hat with a trench coat almost looking thing. I could never actually see any features. It was just the shape and shadow of him. But it was never a good feeling. So every time I would wake up in the mornings, I would see that. I would freak out, run into the bathroom, turn on the lights, and just when I would come back, he would be on. But it was the most terrifying thing to wake up to every freaking morning. So there is my story. I have a ton more that I would love to share if you guys want to hear them. And I'll write some more stories into you girls. Thanks, Liz. And I just have to say, we're getting more hat man stories right now. like, why is it always trench coat and hat? And the black hat. Yeah. I do not know. We're getting so many of those. Jeez. And the craziest thing is that it's rare that we get a shadow person uh-huh. or a hat man video or photo. Like, I would love to see some sort of visible evidence. Same. Uh, not that I don't believe it. I'm right. just like... Like, it's so prevalent. Again, the hat and the trench coat. I don't get that. I yeah. do not get why that is the thing. Why does he accessorize? This next story comes from Jason. He says, hey, guys, me and my wife at the time, oh, I'm sorry, lived in a little Cape Cod house, and at that time, life was perfect. We had a nice pool in the backyard and threw many pool parties. Nice. One day, while getting ready for one such party, I decided to move our mini fridge to the other side of the room. As I was carrying it backwards across the floor, I heard what I thought was my ex saying, oh are you moving it over there I said yeah is that okay but got no response I turned around and no one was there confused I walked through the house and found her in the kitchen where she was doing the dishes and the radio was blaring she even had to turn the radio down to talk to me I asked her if she had just come back there and she said no I said I just heard a female voice and she said oh you hear her too Ooh. Apparently, she had heard the same voice during those weeks. Not long after, she called me at work, freaking out. She was apparently trying to leave when she heard what sounded like an explosion. Ooh, the whole floor shook and all the smoke alarms started going off. She even smelled smoke. So she called 911, but when they got there, they couldn't find anything. They joked around with her and said it was probably paranormal, but we weren't laughing. We had one other strange experience. Pretty close to that time, upstairs in our house, there were some locked closet doors. They led to a weird crawl space Mm -mm. in the attic area. No. Why this had to be locked, I had no idea and found it very strange. My ex and I were discussing it and how we'd never find the key since that house was built in 1948. As we walked downstairs, though, Lo and fucking behold, 
There was an old key just sitting on that last stair. Oh. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm dying right now. They're listening. I know. We walked up and down those stairs every day. There was no way we would have missed it. Grabbed that thing, and sure enough, it f***ing opened the door. No. We also had we had so many experiences after that. I tried to do a history on the house, but didn't have much luck from Jason. Oh, but, like, Jason. what was in the crawl space? Uh, I, I wrote back an asset. I'm like, what did you find? Like, what was in the box? Nothing. At least nothing now. <laughs> That might be a fun house to get, like, no you know. No kidding. A just paranormal. Well, yeah, and, and get a paranormal yeah. team out just to creep around in there. And I don't like spirit boxes, but they are fun to listen to. I mean, you know? I, yeah, but do you think they um, check the attic space every now and then just to see if something pops up? Or No, I would don't you? know. Would you, or would you lock it back and then throw away that key? Rebecca, I'd move the f*** out is what I'd <laughs> I, do. I definitely would do. <laughs> okay, so this next story comes from Elsie. Last year, I felt compelled to purchase a house in the California Gold country town of Jackson, California. I did not know then that the area, basically three whole counties around us, are kind of known for being haunted. Ooh. It's like the Gettysburg of the West Coast. Oh, I didn't know that. Thanks to the miners who died daily, Native Americans who lost their lives and land, countless sex workers as well as Chinese laborers and just the Wild West in general. I was even told that the house was once a brothel. It also sits at the base of a hill with a cemetery on top. So we're essentially asking for spirits. No kidding. You have all the bad things around you. Mm-hmm. It's a large Victorian from 1906 on Main Street. So an easy walk to all of the great <laughs> restaurants, bars, and antique stores. It sounds like a VRBO review. Uh-huh. Um, my plan was to rent out the rooms individually, which seemed perfect since it was a boarding house for most of its existence. Fast forward about nine months later and no tenants have stayed very long. Activity picked up after construction, so I decided to turn it into a short-term vacation rental. I think there are at least four ghosts in the house, and they really like to move things. Two weeks ago, the placemats for the dining room disappeared. They were stacked in the kitchen, but it took me two days to find them. Cell phones will flash oddly at night. Doors will open and close by themselves. Some days, the lights or the stove simply won't work. I no longer call electricians because the next day they'll be just fine. There's been lots of banging, stomping, and the occasional yell (laughs) as well. Sometimes they get handsy or like to whisper in ears. We've had footprints and handprints up here, as well as EVPs. Basically, just a bunch of little things that are honestly more annoying than unnerving. Although I could do without the ghost kids bouncing the balls at night, or ghost kids in general. Mm. Bouncing balls in the middle of the (laughs) night! (laughs) One day, a woman I met who does paranormal investigations decided to swing by to see if I was haunted or just making it all up as a gimmick. (laughs) Uh, She was extremely skeptical when it comes to investigations, so I don't think she expected much well right away they started making noises in other rooms and just doing what they do which i have to say i was a little jealous of see i'm old news so they really put on shows for me anymore oh yeah i can understand that she wanted to see the basement which creeps everyone out including the last tenants who put a cross on the door uh, <laughs> oh, wow <so laughs> she went in introduced herself and asked what's your name clear as day we heard a man's voice say steve <laughs> 
I look forward to figuring out who Steve and the rest of the spirits are in the house. Do you really, though? And if you're ever wanting to come to Northern California, you're welcome at Bethany's Haunted Sweet Home. Also, you can see the activity that we get on our Facebook and Instagram pages to see all the nonsense I had to put up with. We just remodeled a bathroom last month, so they were quite active after that, but it is calming down a little bit. I have two different paranormal groups coming out next month to hopefully help me figure out who all of these ghosts are. And again, this is from... Oh, wait, is it Elsie or Elise? Shit, I think I've got two different names on here. Well, it's uh, Bethany's Haunted Sweet Home, or Sweet Haunted Home. And we're going to post a link because you can rent this place. And it's fantastic. I mean, it's like a really great little house in Jackson, California. Uh It looks like it's about an hour drive outside of Sacramento. Okay, that's not too too bad. That's not too bad. I know. And when you go and look at the pictures, it's they've got a five-star rating. Nice! Yeah, and everybody's like, it's so well-appointed, but it's definitely haunted. They're like, I love that it's a guaranteed haunt. Yeah, and everybody loves it. I appreciate that. And you can follow her her on Facebook and Instagram. She's posting videos all the time. I think she had the haunted historian out there. Okay. Again, they were playing with one of those little voice boxes and getting all kinds of stuff. From also, it. shout out to Ghosty Steve. It's Steve. <laughs> oh, and she did. I feel bad. She wrote like six pages about Steve. Oh, wow. She did do some history on him and told me all about him. So that's all information that you can find on her pages because cool. um, it was a lot. All right. So this next story comes from Bailey. Hey, guys. So I just recently started listening to your podcast and I love it and I've been binging it but I do have a creepy story for you I'm not sure exactly what this was but I was babysitting last weekend and the family decided to tell me when I got there that they think their house is haunted and they proceeded to tell me all these stories of like lights coming on in the middle of the night fans turning on hearing footsteps they once had a mirror fall off of their mantle above their fireplace but the glass didn't break. And so I'm going to into this place completely knowing that this place is supposedly haunted. And so I had put the kids to bed. There were two of them. I was just sitting there. It had been about 30 minutes since I put them to bed and everything was silent. I didn't have the TV on and I hear hear this like faint child scream and it was really quiet. So I kind (laughs) of sat there for a minute And then I heard it again, and it sounded even, like, farther away. Mm. And so I immediately ran upstairs to check on the kids, and both of them were dead asleep. And when I checked on the older one, he woke up when I opened the door, and I asked him if he was okay. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, did someone scream? And he was like, no, we were asleep. So don't know what I heard. Um, But knowing that the house is haunted, I'm hopefully not crazy and that what I heard was actually what I heard. So, yeah, thanks. And, again, I love your podcast. Thank you, Bailey. I can't believe she still went to babysit (laughs) after they tell her it's haunted. Well, that's a good question. Like, if you have a haunted house, do you warn the babysitters? I mean, I think you have to. You know what that noise was that you heard? It was a kid screaming into a pillow. They were with you Bailey they were f***ing with you yes (laughs) yes if the parents are like bragging to the babysitter about how haunted Mm -hmm. their house is it's a ghosty family they're people like us so you know they're going to be messing with the babysitter that's a kid burying their face in the pillow and going 
and then pretending they're asleep. What? Oh, it's I like, didn't oh, hear anything. No, no, we were sleeping, and they're like, <laughs> in bed. Yeah. Uh, but if you do have scary babysitting stories, we want to hear them on today of podcast at gmail.com. So this next story comes from Barb. Hey, all. I've had some issues with things showing up at the foot of my bed. That is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first was when my mom died eight years ago. The week after, my sister and I stayed the night in her house just to feel closer to her. Oh. I woke up around 2.30 a.m. and felt disturbed. It was summer, so I had a light sheet on, and as I started to drift back to sleep, I felt it slipping. Mm-hmm. I looked down and saw the cotton sheet being pulled off of my legs. <laughs> so I sat up and firmly said, no. Instantly, I'd had chills from head to toe. I spent the rest of the night in another room, but still didn't get any sleep. Another time, as a teen, in the same house, but a different room, my dog had a seizure at the end of my bed. I took her down to my mom and then went back to my bed to read. About 20 minutes later, my dog started rattling around at the end of the bed. I told her to lie down, but then I remembered the dog was downstairs. As I lowered my book, I saw the blankets around my feet being moved around, as if by a cat. I threw my book, tossed my covers, and ran out of the room. No one believed me, but that was one of many episodes in my childhood home. If you're interested, I'd love to share more. And that's from Barb K. Yeah, Barb, we're always interested. More stories, please. Always. Always. This next story here comes from Mike. So my wife had complications with preeclampsia during each of three pregnancies, but the worst was our firstborn. We had a huge scare because 12 weeks in, she had some unusual bleeding. To this day, my wife swears that he was a twin and that she lost the other one when bleeding. He's now six, and over the last two years, my son swears he sees a boy in our house. Sometimes the boy tries to play with him and sometimes bothers him. The odd thing is, every time we ask if it's an imaginary friend, he tells us no. He says the boy is a ghost. He has clarified that the boy is a ghost of himself, oh my God, and that the ghost aged with my son. Holy shit. <laughs> that's wild. I need a minute to like take it in. <laughs> like I really do. Like that's haunting me to my core right now. Uh, my wife and I have started to believe that maybe he was this unconfirmed miscarriage and that he now haunts his brother. Have y'all had any stories like this or heard anything like this before? Let me know what you think. Thanks for reading Micro. Well, we certainly have had the stories all the time about the kids seeing ghosts in the house. Sure. And, uh, but a ghost that's his... Either his, that's himself and that is aging with him. Wow. That is wildly unsettling. And also six years old is a little old. We hear kids talking about right. this stuff like three to four years old. Might keep us posted because I will be interested to know how much longer your kid keeps seeing this. Because I do think it's around like seven or eight that they kind of stop seeing. I know. I was going to say, when does the quote unquote imaginary friend stage of life kind of go away and we've even had people who will say i saw this until i was a certain age right they remember it into adulthood okay so this next one comes from sarah my grandma has never owned a house she's a renter but every house she has occupied has had some creepy stuff happening my own experience happened in her second rental when my cousins and i would stay over she would make us sleep on the floor at the foot of her bed the floor was carpeted so it was fine with us Every night, she would prop her bathroom door open and leave the light on, so we had a little nightlight. One night, I woke up because I felt like something was staring at me. I rolled over, and I saw something that will stick with me forever. There was a dark shadow figure on the door of what looked like a half-body apparition. The shadow itself wasn't that scary. What really scared me was what it was doing. Mm. It was stretching its neck up and down but with its own hands. 
like holding its head. Yeah. And pulling its like ET. Off its body. Yeah. Oh my God. I was so stunned. I couldn't do anything but roll back over and pretend to be asleep. I was eight years old at the time, so not that young. We were never really sure why grandma was always haunted. Maybe it's because she visited a fortune teller once and something attached to her there. We'll never know, but she always said, once you open those doors, there's no closing Mm. them. Love your show, and that's from Sarah. Okay, Sarah, you need to send us a drawing. Yes. A picture. Remember when we used to do that way back when? Yes. We said, people send us your drawing of your People used to. They did, and that kind of felt, that died. Yeah, once every three to six months, somebody will draw a picture for us. And we've gotten so many great stories lately that you guys need to just give us your best renditions of it okay send them to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com um you can also find the companion blogs at hauntedaf.com and you know what i'd love to get like an animator is there anybody out there who just does simple animation it doesn't have to be like anything major i would love to find somebody to animate some of our stories no that would be so fun because i would love i want to see would too. that same. i want to see that same, I've been, same one of my kids told me about fiverr where you can pay somebody five dollars and they will yeah just do stuff for you yeah I used to be on that really what would you what were you doing (laughs) a million years ago I thought it would be a great service to write handwritten notes for people so you would just send in your info and then I would handwrite a note and card and send it off for five bucks like Jimmy Fallon does Jimmy Fallon do that well he has a whole segment about um thank you notes does he yes he does I clearly have not watched Jimmy Fallon in a minute wait so did you make any money doing it no nobody had one person I think that did it so I made five dollars woohoo and now I'm logged out of that account I'm like locked out I'm oh, gonna get back in. See, I would pay you to write my thank you notes. I would totally would. Well, anyhow, if that sounds like something you're interested in, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and send us your stories, please. Also, why don't you give everybody like your Twitter, Instagram, all of your stuff outside of the podcast, just because I know everybody's gonna want to reach out to you after hearing this. Oh, uh literally everywhere you can find me is at K Love Rebecca and it's K L U V Rebecca. And I'm gonna be real honest, I'm gonna change that here in the next couple of okay. days. Okay, I was gonna say um, you should probably change that. I'm going too. to I'm like, I'm not, I'm legally not really allowed to like still hold on to that K-Love brand. So um, I was going to give it a minute, like after yeah. being let go. And again, we need those stories, please. Yep. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use them in season eight of Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 